We've got Squarespace sponsoring today's episode of Topics. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code BLACK. Enjoy the show. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although if something funny happens, that's okay too. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. Hello, Michael. Hey, Mike. It's good to be here. It is good to be here. I always look forward to our chats. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, it's a very, uh, always a illuminating and juicy half hour. It really is. Um, it's, it's the part of my week where I really get to focus, uh, my mental energies on some topics that maybe I hadn't really considered before, or at least, at least to, um, the depth, the, the depth to which we plumb because we go pretty deep. Mm-hmm. We um, do. We, we plumb the depths and, um, we really dig into the magma. Yes. Yes. As as regular listeners know, we attempt to cover at least 80% of any given topic, um, and then we recommend that you, listeners, try to fill in uh, whatever we didn't cover, either by yourself or hopefully in a study group. And, and I just want to quickly say that um, at our uh, email address... Uh, topicspodcast at gmail.com where people can write to us. We're getting tons and tons of letters from people who are doing the study groups, all sorts of interesting things they're saying about how the study groups are going and what one study group did over here in Colorado. And then there's another study group in, in Miami that's doing it a different way. And it's just exciting. I know it's exciting for us to see people really taking the ball and running with it. There's a topics group in Arizona in Flagstaff that is comprised entirely of grandmothers. And that just gave me a real chuckle when I mm-hmm. heard about that. And they're doing real, real good work. And uh, so shout out to all the topics grannies in, in Flagstaff there and, and keep up the, the great work. Um, shall we uh, jump into uh, today's topic? What, what brought us here today? Absolutely. Um, because... Uh, this one, I think, is is a big one, and there's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, we, um, you know, I started this conversation by talking about how I, I'm able to use my mind to plumb the depths of these topics, um, but today's topic is slightly different, because uh, with today's topic, I'm going to be using more than my mind. I'm going to be using my sight, my smell, my touch, and my hearing and the other one, because today's topic is the senses. A big topic. Huge, huge. Um, so many things to discuss. As you said, sight and hearing and smell and touch. Then there's the other one. Yes. The, f- the fifth sense. Yes. And then there's the sixth sense, which, which obviously has been portrayed in on the silver screen mm-hmm. um which is which is esp or extra 
extra sensory perception. Yes, and we've covered the sixth sense before in our in our uh, uh, paranormal activity uh, episode. Yeah, um, and we referenced the movie The Sixth Sense, where the young boy says, uh-huh. "Pay it," where the boy says, "Pay it forward." That's right, and that's right. That was great, but I want to I want to concentrate today on our earthly senses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you just want to run them down in order, or you just want to jump around. How do you want to begin? Well, let's 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 go. Let's start. I think with the one that that is the most controversial mm. of the senses. And that one is smell. And why do you say that's the most controversial? Um, because everyone's perception of smell is different. Hmm. Can you can you can you unpack that a little bit? Because it's such an important point you're making. Well, I think the best example where we see this is in. Where we see this, keep going, and and and, and but it's amazing, Mike, because how, you how our senses informed language, yes, yes, right, and they're and they're well, well, and and we haven't even talked about the sense of talking. That's right, and 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 vocalization. That's right. Um, well, we'll get to it, but let's let's stick with smell for a moment. Senses are everywhere. Yes. Senses are you can't. Well, and you in, literally, you literally can't function without. Right using one of the five senses. That's right. And that's and that's exactly why every 10 years the US government conducts a census because they want to have this information. They want to know how we're comporting ourselves in the world. But you were talking about the sense of smell and that's mm-hmm. such a good one and you were talking about I guess the subjectivity of smell and 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 how therefore it becomes controversial. So I'd love for you to continue unpacking that. Well, what, what's a smell that you that you revel in? That, that well, I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example of a smell that some people really enjoy and some people just find offensive, and that's the smell of gasoline being pumped into an automobile. That's I a to great. Like that that's smell. a great example. That's a great example. Or mm-hmm. or a magic marker. Mm-hmm. Some some people, you know, I love the smell of a magic marker. And for me, no, thank you. I don't like it at all. <laughs> what about what about glue? Because a lot of people, you talk about gasoline, yes. a lot of people like the smell of glue. Yeah, well, um, and, and in fact, people specifically sniff glue because they like the smell of it. Yeah. And when you, is, this, is, the, is the, the smell of glue the same smell that's in gasoline? Hmm. Is it the same compound? I don't, I don't think so. Because otherwise we would find gasoline to be sticky and glue could run our cars, but we know that neither of those two things are true. No, but I'm saying, is there gasoline in glue? No, there's no gasoline in glue. So, well, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I find that certain smells transport me in a way that no other, none of my other senses do. For example, certain certain perfumes I associate so strongly with certain relationships I've had with women over the years, and I'm instantly mm-hmm. transported uh, to my time with with those women. And it's uh, you know depending on I guess the relationship, it's either a good association or a bad association. But it's such a powerful transporter, isn't it? It really is, and I think that I mean for me, 
I know that I like the smell of wood. Yes. On a on a cold day, the smell of birch. Yes, birch wood. Yes. And the way that it brings back to me those early days yes. of autumn and it's cold and there's a snap in the air. Um, I'm, my nose is red and <laughs> my, ch- my cheeks have a little chill to them. Mm-hmm. And all of that, all of those memories, and I can remember – was I happy that day or was I sad that day? Was it a good time in my life? All of that, all of those memories flood into my brain just from smelling that wood, that and, birch. And yet how interesting because in describing the association of scent, you begin painting with the other senses, um, the, the, the red on your cheeks, for example, uh, the, 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 the sound um, in the woods as the twigs snap beneath your feet, all of the senses become commingled and intermingled as we describe the one sense. In that way, perhaps our senses are united in a way that, uh, well, that we hadn't re- contemplated. Well, it's really a dialogue, isn't it? I mean, it's a, ah. it's a, it's a conversation ah. that each that the different senses are having with each other, not unlike a a jazz quartet. Yes. Where although in each, this case it would be a quintet. I just want to get it the would be. I want I just want to get the I want to get it, it correct. It's, it, it would be would a quintet. Be yes. It would be Mike. It would be a jazz quintet. Yes. Where each one of the instruments has its own role in yes. creating this larger experience yes and 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 it's this experience collectively that um in a way in a very real way defines our humanity Mm -hmm. can you talk about can you talk about that very idea because i think it's something that people really need to people are really interested in and i hear a lot of people wondering exactly about just that very thing think of your being your human being as a um, computer hard drive for a moment. And of course, you know, I don't want to take this metaphor too far because we're not computer hard drives. So I don't want you to literally be a computer hard drive. But, 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 but I think it'll serve as a, as a useful analogy here. Your humanness, your humanity is a hard drive for the purposes of this analogy. Now, when you buy a hard drive... There's nothing on it, right? Uh It's it's empty. It's an empty box. And it's only when we start inputting information, the data. A lot of times when I buy computers, though, there is quite a bit of information already on the computer. Yes, some computers, yes, they do. Many computers come pre-installed with software suites, et cetera. Um, But I'm not talking about the CPU, the, the entire experience that you buy. Like when I buy it. Um, a laptop, I expect it to have certain software on it. I'm just saying, if you were to buy an external hard drive, mm-hmm. you're buying it specifically because it's empty, because you want to be able to put whatever you want onto it. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Well, like, for example, I recently got a new laptop, mm-hmm. and it had, it already had, like, iPhoto on right. it. Right. 
Right, and, and I, I, I think what I'm, I'm trying to. But, but isn't it interesting? I photo, and I can see the picture. That's one of the senses. Yes, yes, and 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 I, and we'll get to that. But I, I'm, I'm really trying to focus on answering the question you asked because it's a very mm. good question. Mm. Separating. Let's just separate out the hard drive, which mm-hmm. when, let's say even before you buy it, when it's manufactured. Okay. When it's I manufactured. Understand. Now I understand. It's an empty box. There's nothing in mm-hmm. it or on right. it. Right, right. And requires you putting on the iPhoto, mm-hmm. you putting on um, the, 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 the iTunes or whatever music program you use. And it's that data that we can think of as our sensory or sensual experiences. Now, what's on your iPhoto, the photographs that you've taken, is going to be different than what's on my iPhoto, the photographs that I've taken. The, 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 the songs that you have on your iTunes is, are going to be different than the songs I have on my iTunes. And the collectiveness, the totality of your iPhoto and your iTunes and your, um, your, your various software suites that you purchase. I hope you're not illegally downloading. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm saying that lightly, but I, I do sincerely hope people aren't doing that. Um, all of that together we can think of as our various senses informing this hard drive and becoming the computer that we access, which is our humanity. It's so interesting. And I, and, 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 and I want to just jump off of something you're saying because you're making me think to the, the classical painters who were able to show the strange ways in which the sun would reflect through a window and hit a table mm. or the side of a the side of a face mm. and that they were truly masters yes. of light yes and the reason i say that is because when you were talking about how everybody's m- Everybody's playlist, as it were, is diff is different. Mm-hmm. That these masters of light really changed the way we see things and showed us how subjective what we see really is. And so that what we all see is slightly different and that light plays such a role in that. Oh yes. Well, light without light. And this this is this is going to be a rhyme. There could be no sight. Do you see? Well, what do we see darkness? Is darkness something that is seen? Darkness, of course, is the absence of light. But is it seen? Can yeah. you see the dark? No. So you are you're saying you only perceive the dark? Dark yes, darkness can be perceived, but only in relationship to the knowledge of light. Were you to never have light, darkness itself could not be perceived because it's only a comparative experience. It's so interesting. Mm. Mm. It's so fascinating. Hey, let's take a break to thank Squarespace. 
the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for sponsoring today's show. They're so great, Michael. Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, clean designs, and all the style options you need to create a unique website to showcase your content for your needs. And can I tell you something? Please. Every Squarespace plan is now fully able to support commerce functionality. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what it means. It means that every single Squarespace customer can now begin selling products online. So great. Guys, start your free trial with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code BLACK to get 10% off and to let them know that we sent you. (laughs) Squarespace, it's everything you need to create an exceptional website. We were were talking about the, the... the sense of smell. Yes. Why don't we talk about one of the other senses? Okay. Um, a very, also a very popular sense, though not quite as controversial, the sense of touch. Yes. One of my favorite senses, um, because of all that it implies, you know, both the ex- external and the internal. We, we speak of somebody touching our heart and... We don't mean that they literally touch our heart, of course, but in their actions, they touch us, uh, which is to say they inform us emotionally in a way that we perceive as the calming, uh, or maybe not so calming, touch of, of, of skin on skin or the contact that humans have with each other. It's, it's, it's maybe our, our, our most poetic of senses, the sense of being touched. We refer to something as being touching. The, the, and, and yet you do have the surgeon who may literally touch your heart. That's right. He may hold it in his hand. <laughs> or she, or she, or she I don't want right. to, you know, I don't want to rile no. up any of the female cardiologists we have listening because there's some very good ones, some very, but very I, good ones. I liked what you said about touch being so poetic because you know so much of poetry involves romance and yes. the subject of love yes um and i think in touch you have so much poetry there that specifically pertains to the subject of love because every human has um sexual organs mm. Um, that have erogenous areas Hmm. that Hmm. when you, and when you touch those erogenous areas, we have these incredibly strong reactions to those very specific touches of these erogenous zones of the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so much poetry has been written about these areas. Mm. Well, high poetry and low poetry. I'm, I'm thinking of some of the um, the limericks. Yeah, the limericks, yes. I'm thinking of rap songs from Two Live Crew. Um, I'm thinking all all, all kinds of examples, um, and and it really speaks to the immediacy, the rawness, the vulnerability of what you're talking about. 
Um, and of course, it's easy to get uh, puerile about it, and it's easy to you know make a joke mm. or two. But, uh, but some of some you know, I'm sure some of our listeners right now are are, are saying to each other, "Oh, they're talking about boners." Right. Of course. Um, and 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 we are. And we are. But we are. you know, I think we're trying to keep it on a slightly more elevated plane. Than that, than you know, saying what you do with your boner, what you do with his boner, or you know, where you put your boners. It's not that's not compelling to me. No, no, um, that's not that's not poetry. I'll go. So it's, it's low poetry. It's, as you it's, said. it's very low. It's 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 crass and it's base and and um, there's a place for that. Um, look, I I you know. I'll go see a rated R comedy and have a good laugh, but I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think that's really what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. Mm-hmm. You know where your boner goes. It's not. It's not. I, I I'd, I'd like us to move past that. Well, you know what? Maybe we can edit out this this well, part of the. You know what's part well, of the maybe, but but you know, of course, the first rule in topics is there are no rules, and and you know, I think I think we would have been remiss if we hadn't touched on boners uh however briefly in this podcast now we're, we are running low on time we've covered two of the five senses yes um th- that still we still have to talk about um well, hearing s- sight hearing. and hearing and then there's the fifth sense yes. and we have to talk about that and then yes. there's also beyond the five senses where we have balance yes and temperature, a, uh, uh, yes, a sense of place and a sense of belonging. Uh, pain is a sense. Yes, is one of the senses. Yes. Well, right. I don't. You know, we, we're we're going to cover the major senses. I don't know that we'll get to the minor senses in this episode. And right, maybe well, that's let's, an, let's hit let, on. Let's hit yes. on sight. Let's hit on sight. Fine. Um. Obviously. We already talked about the masters of light, the great painters, the Dutch painters, uh, Vasco da Gama, and and oh, some of the other ones. There've been so many, and there've been Vasco so da many. Gama, and they, yes, Vasco da Gama, and they did such good work with light. Yes. Montezuma, all of the great um, Dutch, yes, painters. Great, they they really they. they you know what they did? You well, know, they were they mastered. They mastered light. it. I mean, That's Mike, right. I was trying. I was trying to say that is that they took light and they mastered and they, it. They, they mastered it. Well, you know, I think when the layman thinks about painting, you think, oh, that painter is painting with color. And no, what, he's not. That's no, right. he's not. And what you're saying, and I think I agree with you, is that particularly among the great Dutch masters, what they're painting with is in fact light. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I thought you were going to say brushes, but 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 they're using the brushes yes. to to give the illusion yes of a photograph almost before photographs even existed. Well, this was one of the great gifts that the masters of light, specifically the Dutch masters of light, gave to the world in a time before photography was invented, um, these Dutch masters were really giving us the gift of sight, Mm -hmm. a way to perceive the world that was beyond our immediate scope of vision. 
and it's just, so we they gave us a lens yes. to see yes. the world through their lens the yes. way they saw it wonderful yes and people all over the planet the mm. globe were able to see these amazing images yes. that the dutch masters were showing us and really i don't know that what they were able to accomplish in terms of the work they were doing has been matched mm. mm -hmm. even today even today well because you know we 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 talk about the dutch masters you know commonly or the dutch people in general as being savage and we say oh well, they were uncivilized and they were they were a savage people but then you look at the work and you and you have to question that assumption well how savage mm. were they really Mm -hmm. When, if they were capable of such heights in artistry mm -hmm. through sight, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it's 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 almost an indictment against our 21st century prejudices mm -hmm. when we say the Dutch were savages because we're ignoring the Vasco da Gamas and the Montezumas and everybody else who are, as you said, using their lens to show us their life. Mm -hmm. I really recommend it. I, 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 if any of you are ever, ever have the chance to go to the Frick yes. and look at the Dutch Masters collection, I, I can't recommend it highly enough because it's just some of the most breathtaking. Oh, it really will take your breath. It will take it your breath. It will literally it take will, your breath away. It will. Yes. It will. Because yes. the way that they manipulate, Mike, they take the light and yes. they manipulate it. Yes. It's fascinating. Fascinating. If you're going to go to the Frick, I recommend getting there early and I recommend uh, eating beforehand because the restaurant there is a touch overpriced and frankly, not very good. Um, you can, there's restaurants in the neighborhood, but again, they're a little bit overpriced. The, the taste is a little bit better. Um, but I either 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 eat a big meal beforehand, or perhaps uh, pack a lunch and then although, take a step outside and, and eat. Well, yeah. Although it is sometimes nice if you've been walking around a lot, just to get a. If you want to just get a rest, you yes. sit down in the in their cafe and yes. have a snack. Have a snack and yes, yes, and maybe have a coke or something like that. Yes, and, uh, just, just take a rest. Yeah. Yes, it's just you know know what you're getting into before you go. I mean, absolutely go. Absolutely plan on getting there early and spending the day. Um, but if you're going to eat at the cafeteria, bring some extra money and lower your expectations about what kind of food you're getting. You're not there for the food. You're there for, you're really there for the Dutch masters. And no, but, and, and I'm only suggesting, and, and we're, we're, we're absolutely in agreement on this. I'm only suggesting that if you've been there for a while and you're tired, yes. if you want to have a, you know, sit down, buy a snack at the, at the cafeteria, it doesn't have to be one of their larger, uh, you know, they could, you could get a sandwich or you can get a thing, but I'm suggesting just get a cookie or a biscotti okay. or something. Oh, you said, and you also said a Coke, which I think is a good idea. And a, yeah, and a Coke. But and do just, stay, do stay away from the salads, I think. Yeah. The salads, uh, in my experience tend to be, uh, heavy on the iceberg lettuce and a bit wilty. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you, mm -hmm. you, you'd be better off, as you said, sticking with mm -hmm. a biscotti, uh, a cookie, uh, maybe a bag of Fritos, a, a Coke, you know, just something to tide you over until you uh, until you're done with your day at the Frick. Now let's now let's talk about hearing. Mm. 
because we are rapidly, rapidly running out of time. Mm. Um, what do you think about hearing, Mike? We talk about the ear yes. is is as a, as an organ, yes, a an accordion, if you will. I I like hearing. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I have to say on the subject. Okay. What about you? I like hearing too. Um, I don't like it when it gets too loud. Oh, that's interesting. And if you could explore that a little bit, is it because well, like, it hurts? It 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 bothers me. I don't quite mm-hmm. know how to explain it. It just it 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 gets on my nerves, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, and again, now we're we're associating the sense of hearing with the sense of touch. Your ears get on your nerves, and we're talking about your hearing nerves, which were, but I also equate it with a kind of painful sensation, like if I prick my finger on a needle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing with hearing that maybe we haven't talked about is the fact that this podcast is experienced primarily through the ears. Mm-hmm. Yes, we use our brain, but the way our brain gets its information and the way those gears start turning for all our study groups, whether it's the Grainy Group in Flagstaff or the group at Oberlin that's doing such great work, is primarily through our sense of hearing. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, you know, and the ear is such a fascinating instrument, isn't it? Mm. It, it is almost like a trumpet in reverse. Explain that. What a well, wonderful image. Explain that. Well, if you imagine that the ear is a trumpet. Yes. And in a trumpet, you push the sound out. Hmm. But in the ear, the sound actually goes back in and the tubes <laughs> in the ear replicate yes. the tubes of a trumpet. Oh, yes. And, then the, and then the sounds go to the brain through the eustachian tube. <laughs> Through the eustachian tube of the ear mm-hmm. and the cochlea. Now, I saw I saw uh, Fruitvale Station, but that's different. That's a movie. I don't understand. There's a movie. You said the eustachian tubes, and I'm saying uh-huh. uh, in a Fruitvale Station. That's a movie. I- I'm sorry. I, I don't follow, but... I'm sure that what you're saying makes sense. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. I don't follow, but okay. I'm sorry. It, uh, uh, I don't know how to explain this any better. Fruitvale Station is about the life of Oscar Grant. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Who he, he, he shot and killed a, a police officer. And what, oh. you're, and what you're talking about is the U-Station tubes in your yes. ear. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Very different. Very yes. different. Eustache, Eustache is a name. Ah. Eustache. Ah, I see. And then they added Ian. So so it's the Eustache, Eustache invented the ear. Or I understand now. Eustache yes. invented. Ian, yes. Eustache invented <laughs> the understanding of the ear. So uh, whoever named me invented me, Michael Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Every once in a while, it's funny to remember 
uh, what, you know, what, what, uh, you know, what, what you do, you know, that you're a funny guy. And, yeah. And, I mean, and, it, it's, and, uh, it's part of who I am. Uh, it comes out, you know, sometimes yeah. in unexpected moments and, uh, you know, you know, we, we say it sometimes and maybe it's, it's, it's worth repeating. Yes. It's the serious conversation that we're having every week, but you know, if something funny happens, that's fine. It's well, great. that I mean, well, I mean, like what you just did, the way you did, like Mikey, and as you know, sort of like that was a a, a school of thought. It, it, the, was, an, the, it was an observation, and the, the, the Mikey and uh, the Mikeyan philosophers. <laughs> if only, if only. Well, um, yeah, you 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 do have your your well, fans, I'm doing and, my they, fan, and yes. they, yeah, yeah, and they, uh, and and you're and you're a smart guy, and you do have a lot oh. of ideas. So don't. Don't I wouldn't rule it out. Let's oh, well, put it that way. Right. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> you're very, you're very kind. Maybe too kind. Um, um, well, the sense of laughter is one we haven't talked about, and um, I, and I, I I wish we had more time. You know. Well, the this the study groups I think are going to be are going to have their work cut out for them this week. Yes. Um, well, we did cover eighty percent. I think. I yes, we, we did. We um, did because we did cover four of the five. Yes. Um, which is exactly eighty percent. Yes, it is. That um, is that is true. The only one we didn't cover was the the other one, the fifth sense. And I leave it to the study groups to you know get their beaks wet with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very pleased with the work we did today. I think we really unpacked some things. Uh, I know that I'm left with a lot to think about, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll uh, write a song or or paint a painting or touch or touch something or smell something. Mm-hmm. That was nice. The way that you were able to kind of weave all of the senses into yes. what you just, into what you just yeah. said. Thank you. Um, so I do want to thank you, Michael, because you really opened my eyes and ears and nose, etc., to this topic. It was, it was a great suggestion. I'm glad we did it. And I look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of Topics. Me too. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The wolf dead.